We're joined now by Joseph Durarte of the Houston Chronicle. Joseph, uh, in the in the era of COVID, you got to be you got to be loose and you got to be fluid because things change in a hurry, don't they? Yeah. How about that? You know, these two teams haven't played each other in about what is it a quarter of a century, and then it took a pandemic to get something finalized in less than 24 hours. So, absolutely, both teams were looking for a game before they, they, they really get into their schedule. And it, it just so happened with some of the connections between the schools, they were able to make it work. Do I, I, I just said earlier on the program that, I, I, pandemic aside, I think this is a good thing. I think the, the schools within the state should play each other and, and renew some of those old rivalries. Oh, I, I totally agree. You, you look at, uh, since the breakup of the Southwest Conference, many of them have played. Baylor has come to Houston a few times to play Rice. Uh, you look at SMU, yeah, A&M and Texas were still, you know, conference uh, mates for, for several years and Texas Tech. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, if uh, When this game goes off on Saturday, I'm, I'm sorry, sometimes you have to say if these days, uh, <laughs> you, uh, Houston will only have not played Texas A&M. So I, I am really in favor uh, of, of those games. You know, they've had a hard time to get the Longhorns on the schedule down here. But overall, I think it benefits – especially in this time where you have to, to really count your pennies in terms of travel. Where is Houston Cougar football right now for the, for the, for the Waco area fans that may not have kept up as closely with, with Houston? Where, where are they right now? Where's the program? Well, you know, if you would have asked me that five years ago, I would have said they were on top of the world. You know, they were coming off of the big Peach Bowl win over Florida State. Uh, Tom Herman eventually moves down to Austin and, and Major Applewhite takes over and really has just two mediocre years. And then we all know what happened last year with the redshirt uh, saga and Dana Holgerson and, you know, the starting quarterback, De'Ara King, deciding to sit out the rest of the year and then transferring. So, I mean, this is really sort of a, a crossroads for the program at this point because uh, Holgerson did the redshirting for a reason and thinks that year two is going to be a much improved product. So uh, a lot of people are going to be watching with interest to see if, he's right or if what they went through last year just isn't going to pan out but i mean this is a program that that should be at the top of the group of five with memphis ucf cincinnati you know boise those schools but uh, they haven't just been able to capture that magic from the uh the 15th season uh since that year he's sitting there in the city of houston where unbelievable high school football is played you would think that you could just get the pick of the litter you, you would, and, you know, there's there's every once in a while, you well, not every once in a while, once in a generation you get the Ed Oliver type, and that kind of set off their, their 16 recruiting class where it was the H-Town takeover, and they were getting a lot of those in-city players. But, you know, it's a fight, and I think a lot of talk this week is going to be about what would have been when the Southwest Conference broke up. What if Baylor hadn't got that invitation? What if it had been Houston? You think of the, the money you know, it's $30 million plus for Big 12 members, and Houston gets about six or seven from the American. What could they do with that extra money? You know, they've, they've invested a lot into facilities. They feel like they have that all in place, but they still don't have that title, that Power 5 membership, and that is a big part of the recruiting, and, and I think that's the only thing right now that's holding them back. Has Clayton Toon locked down the uh, starting quarterback position, or is it still an open competition between him and Logan Hogerson? No, he, he's the guy. Logan Holgerson's a walk-on 
course, he's the son of the coach, and you know he had to come in a few games last year when Clayton Tune got hurt. But uh, there's no controversy, no competition at the quarterback spot. Really, this team uh, was able to get through half of its spring, which is a lot more than most schools around the country were able to do before the shutdown. So they're pretty good shape in terms of what they wanted to install in the spring. And then, you know, other than having a a few days to prepare for Baylor, just like Baylor's having to prepare for Houston, uh, they've got everything in place. Not a lot of competition. Maybe the offensive line has a few spots and the secondary has uh, a few up for grab with some power five transfers. But uh, this team with all the red shirts and the the upperclassmen, it's an experienced team. Marquez Stevenson finished last season with 52 receptions after having 75 in 2018. Do you expect him to get back over the 70-plus mark receptions this year? Absolutely. You know, this, you know they, they were really a work in progress early on last year. King, those first four games, didn't look like the quarterback from the previous year. So there were some, some growing pains with the offense. But now that they have tuned in for a full year, uh, he's more of a passer. Uh, their chemistry has been great from what we've been told. And, and Marquez is one of those. You don't have to necessarily throw the deep ball to him. He can uh, do the catch and run on, on these little short passes and, and turn them into 50 and 60 yard games. So absolutely. Uh, he is an NFL prospect. I wouldn't be surprised if he works his way into a, a day two uh, situation with a big year, uh, but he is their go-to guy on offense. Hey, Joseph, we uh, we look forward to seeing you Saturday in Waco, and we appreciate your time today. Oh, loving to see McLean Stadium. Uh, well, thank you very much, guys. Hey, we'll see you soon. That's Joseph Durarte of the Houston Chronicle.